This part of the Unidata track had vivid memories for us dating back to our 1982 trip with our combi and box trailer. Not a camper, but just to carry our extra gear, including a 60 litre water tank. I was particularly delighted to have picked up a Saturday edition of The Australian in Alice Springs, and during Ros's turn to drive, I was lying comfortably on the combi's bed, catching up with national and world news, when there was a loud bang and a grinding noise. I looked out the side window to see a wheel rolling past and bouncing off into the scrub. That's odd, I thought. As Ros brought the combi to a shuddering stop, I realised with mounting horror that it was one of our trailer wheels and took more of an active interest in where it was going. I've already drawn attention to the fact that I'm not very handy with mechanical things. I did make sure that the combi had its oil changed and was regularly serviced, but I'd completely forgotten about the wheel bearings for the trailer. In fact, they hadn't been checked since we left Sydney three months before. Starved of oil and grease, they finally overheated and flew to bits during the rough pounding over the Udnadatta track, shedding one wheel and dropping the trailer's axle onto the unforgiving stones and gravel of the road. We began to grapple with the reality of being stranded in one of the most remote areas of Australia you could possibly be in, with two small boys and absolutely no way of getting any help to repair our much-abused trailer. It was not my finest hour. One of the most important lessons my friend Ted Egan has given me about travelling in the outback is not to act hastily when misfortune strikes. Have a cup of tea, maybe something stronger if that's an option, kick the tyres, we were one wheel short admittedly, and calmly consider your next move. So there we were on that winter's day in 1982, two adults and two small boys standing forlornly beside our combi and trailer, taking up most of the narrow road and wondering what to do next in one of the most isolated places we could have chosen to break down. One thing was obvious, we couldn't get the trailer fixed, so we'd have to take from it the essential gear we needed and press on to Marie and indeed Sydney. Fortunately, we were on our way home and not just starting our three-month adventure. About 15 minutes after we'd shuddered to a halt, a plume of dust could be seen to the south, quickly materialising into a large coach on its way to Alice Springs. It slowed down, but I signalled the driver to keep going, and with evident relief he began to gain speed again. To my surprise, he suddenly stopped, reversed back, opened the side door and stepped out, followed by his passengers, all seniors, who were all on an adventure tour of the Red Centre. It turned out they were running late, and the driver needed us like a hole in the head. But coach captains are a breed apart, invariably hero figures to their passengers, in this case probably all grandparents, who queried why their intrepid leader was abandoning the stranded family and their little children to die in the desert. Cameras clicked as the coach captain took control. I explained to him that we had plenty of water and fuel and we intended to abandon our trailer and keep going. I'd had time to retrieve our aberrant wheel from the scrub and in a trice the driver had jacked up the trailer and jammed the wheel back on the axle, holding it on with a split pin he conjured up from the bus's toolkit. Of course it wasn't a repair, the wheel wouldn't stay on like that, there were no bearings left anyway, but it did allow us to push the trailer off the road. Shepherding his concerned Goldadoldies back on board, he roared off with a cheery wave, having entrenched his reputation 
not only as a fearless leader, but an ingenious bush mechanic and saviour of us all. We were carrying too much gear anyway, one of my besetting travelling sins, and would have to abandon most of it. I pulled the cover over our rejected gear and set up a card table beside the trailer on which I placed a bottle of port and a note, commending the contents of the bottle and the trailer to the next passer-by. I coaxed our now extremely overloaded combi away without a backward glance.